You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That's at R Y L A N underscore S T I L E S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show, we're going to round up the roster news and notes and break down the second game between the Royals and the Angels this series. Let's start though with the roster. So, A few things happened before the game, and some things are still up in the air before this game. Uh, First of all, Tyler Zuber was recalled. And if you remember me saying yesterday that I would have rather had Tyler Zuber up than Newberry up whenever the Royals made that roster move from from putting uh, Jesse Hahn in the IL, well, we get both. So how about that? I I really like Tyler Zuber's game. I really think he's going to be a really good pitcher. You heard me all last summer uh, praising him as a possible back-end guy eventually in his career. I love Tyler Zuber. I think Tyler Zuber is going to be special, and so I'm, I'm glad he's back in Kansas City. Also, though, and, and possibly more interesting because we still don't know how it works, is because Irvin Santana had his contract selected from the alt site. He gets called up, so Santana, back in the big leagues, still kicking the tires in the big leagues, still hanging around, uh, but he was not on the 40-man roster. So to make this move, not only did they send down Ryan McBroom, but they need to DFA somebody and get them off the 40-man roster for this to actually become official, and we don't know what that move is as of right now uh, to get the 40-man roster cleared up for Irvin Santana to join the group. So we'll follow that story closely on how to clean up that roster spot or, or how they had some 40-man roster funny business, but we'll find out soon enough. So what you need to know is that Tyler Zuber and Irvin Santana are back. We mentioned it before, but Ryan McBroom is optioned to the alt site, so he's now no longer with the Major League Club. This was always going to happen. You carry extra bats at the start of the year with all those off days for a reason, but now that you're playing every single day and you're kind of now officially entering baseball season, right? There's no more pomp and circumstance. There's no more off day every other single day, and there's no more home openers and no more uh, of the ceremonies and any of that. So uh, you get to play every single day. You need more pitchers now. You can't have the luxury of having all those bats, and Ryan McBroom is the odd man out, so he gets sent down to the alt site in favor of getting two pitchers up here, Tyler Zuber and Irvin Santana. Now, there's only one move so far, so who else is gone now? Well, sadly, Josh Thamont is on the IL for a a non-disclosed injury. That opens up speculation to it being COVID-related because he did have COVID before training camp and, and before spring training, so maybe it's now kind of revamped. And not that he's gotten it again, but that he's kind of having the side effects of it and not having the strength or stamina, which has been a problem with players and problem with people after getting this virus, not having stamina, not having uh, the ability to perform at their peak from normal people to athletes. This happened all the way around. Hunter Dozier talked about losing that stamina after COVID last year. And for a guy who throws over 100 miles per hour and a guy who needs to work his body uh, up and, and really intense spots and also uh, intervals to where like you, you, you don't really get a defined, okay, I need my adrenaline pumping. 
I need my stamina from inning one to nine. You're like, I might need it today. I might not need it today. I might need it for two innings. I might need it for one inning. I might need it for one batter. Like you don't really know. And so that causes you to kind of go into these periods of high exhaustion, things like that. So where if you don't have your stamina back from COVID, that's a problem. And Josh has looked really good so far this year. Uh, It's curious what this injury is. If it's COVID recovery, if it's an actual injury, right now it's non-disclosed. So that's something to monitor heavily because Josh Dumont's going to be one of those back-end guys. Like we... We, or at least I think, that Tyler Zuber can be one of those back-end guys in his career. Josh is already there. He, he's already at that milestone of, okay, this is a guy you put in the back of your pen and you and you let him just cook and you let him be really good. And so missing him will be shaky for this bullpen. Uh, a bullpen that we might have overhyped, by the way, which we're going to get to later on in this game. Uh, it was also announced that Jacob Junis would get the start on Thursday against the Blue Jays, so that you can look forward to that. It'll be Brad Keller tomorrow against the Angels, and then... It'll be Jacob Junis on Thursday against the Baby Blue Jays. Of course, that continues the homestand at Coffin Stadium. And then in this game, Dyson gets his first start during his second stint in Kansas City. Of course, taking Isbell's spot in the order. Hunter Dozier returns to the lineup and again looks lost. And then Upton was a late scratch for the Angels. So they're now without Rondon. They're without Upton. They've had a lot of shuffling going on in the last couple of days before this Kansas City matchup. And so the Royals took on the Angels in Game 2 after a terrible, terrible Game 1. Just the first time all year that it felt unbearable to watch this team. Kicking the ball all over the place, couldn't pitch, couldn't hit, couldn't do anything right in Game 1. In Game 2, they got a lot better. And that starts and stops with Danny Duffy. I have been critical of Danny Duffy. No no hiding that, right? If you've listened to the show before, you know I've been critical of Dan Duffy. And I feel it was all warranted. And I'm not backing off of that. But it's not personal. So if Duffy plays well and performs well, I can also say he performs well. And he's performed well this year. In fact, Danny Duffy's been better this year than I ever could have imagined that Danny Duffy could ever look in his career. And he's having already, in, in April, one of the best stretches of his career as a starter. Because it was, it was amazing, amazing watching Duffy pitch today. It, it, was, it was stuff we have not seen before. It was working in and out of trouble. It was working in and out of jams. An area that he struggled with his entire career. Areas where typically in his career he gets a guy on, a couple guys on, and he falls apart. He unravels. He gets stressed, and he just can't pitch anymore. He's ineffective. In this game, he was none of that. He was composed, he was calm, and he had a ton of tough luck, especially early on. I mean, there was a ton of tough luck. There was hard-hit balls that just so happened to go off of guys' gloves. Uh, There were just amazing plays like Otani grounding out to Dozier. The shift is on. Dozier's over there by himself, but it goes right to him, and yet still, Otani's fast enough to beat it out. And Otani can be a guy who beats out ground balls, but can also be a guy who hits moonshots as he did in this game. And can also be a guy who throws 101 miles per hour. Like Otani's just a superhero that is just impossible to quantify. And so whenever you see those things happen, right, you see the ball bounce off Dozier's glove. You see the ball eat up with Merrifield. You see the ball, you know, go to Dozier. Dozier makes a good throw, but Otani's just blazing fast and Otani beats it out. When those things have typically happened for Duffy and against Duffy, 
it causes him to reel a bit. That was not the case today. It was a gutsy performance today from Danny Duffy. Gutsy. That's a word that we cannot have used to describe Duffy to this point in his career. Duffy deserves all the praise. And you could not have dreamed a better start to the season for Danny Duffy than the one that he's turned into and the one that he's turned in so far this year. You couldn't have. We'll talk about that coming up. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a phenomenal protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. You're going to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15, 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Again, BuiltBar.com, 15% off your next order whenever you use our promo code LOCKED15. They have six brand new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. The Built Bars are soft and easy to chew with 100% real chocolate on the outside. You will not want to miss them. Trust me, they're amazing. And they're great for the health-conscious person to lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Guess what? These Built Bars are also low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, great for the keto diet. Once again, try them out at BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCK15, 15% off next order. So whenever you go there, whenever you go to BuiltBar.com, which you will right now, and put in LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order, Trust me, folks, try out the Cookies and Cream Built Bar. The Cookies and Cream flavor is incredible. It's amazing. Try it out today. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCK15. LOCK15 gets you 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Trust me, they're great for pre-workout. They're great for post-workout. They're even great as a meal replacement. You will not want to miss it. BuiltBar.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at the Locked On Today podcast. The Locked On Today podcast is hosted by Peter Bukowski, and it is all that you need to debrief on sports. Like you can get all your information in one sitting in under 20 minutes to be a sports savant on all the major sports. I use it every single morning while I'm getting my coffee ready, getting my day ready. I listen to it. I get prepared for the day, and I'm now caught up because it's hard. It is hard to do a daily podcast about the Royals, about the Thunder, about the MLB, NBA, and still keep up with sports like the NFL, the NHL, and college basketball, college sports. But Peter Bukowski and Lachlan today make that possible. They make that possible. They tell me about the Masters, about golf, about tennis, about women's basketball, college basketball, NHL, the entire MLB, not just the Royals. They cover everything on Lachlan today. Check them out on the Odyssey app or wherever else. You get your podcast from. It's a daily podcast debriefing you on sports, all the sport news you need in under 20 minutes. It's under 20 minutes. That's all the time you have to spend to be a sports savant at Locked On today. Let's get back to Danny Duffy in this one. Danny Duffy was awesome. Simply put, he was incredible. And he gives up eight hits. He walks one batter. And yet, he only gives up the one run. And that one run was on just an Otani blast that... Should have gone into the fountains except for a sweet play uh, by a kid in the, in the crowd. If that kid's listening or his parents are listening, amazing play right there. Great job on that catch on the Otani home run. And you got a hell of a baseball. An Otani home run ball? Are you kidding me? That's awesome. Uh, but that's the one mistake Duffy made. And two of these eight hits are Otani. Another one is Trout. I'll take that all day. 
right? If if you're going to give up those two hits to Otani, the hit to Trout, if that's going to be three of your eight hits, I'll take that all day. That that's two of the best players in this game. That's the best player Mike Trout to ever play the sport, and a fantastic all-star superstar player in Shohei Otani. You can't begrudge him for that at all. You cannot begrudge Duffy for that at all. You also have the tough luck plays that we mentioned before. To work out of that and give up one run on that shot to Otani, so it's not like the Angels strung together hits and made them count, right? Because whenever they did string together base runners, Duffy worked out of it, which is not something he's done in his career. It was a home run to Otani that you live with that. You live with that, man. Like, if you give up a shot to Otani or Trout or both in the modern era, you shrug your shoulders and move on. But it's one run over six innings at home with a lineup that features Trout and Otani? I'll take that. And that's a must-win game. If your starter gives up one run against this lineup in the modern era and your starter's Danny Duffy, I'll take that all day. And that is that is a game that turns into a must-win game. Must-win. And the Royals won it. But Danny Duffy deserves a ton of credit for what he's doing. He looks like a different pitcher. His stuff is incredible. His stuff was awesome from, from the beginning of the game. And again, forget the base runners. That's tough luck a lot of the times. And evaluating his process and his pitch mix, he's been a pitcher we've never seen before from Danny Duffy this year. No coincidence it's coming in a contract year. So it'll be interesting to see how much of this is, is being able to be replicated from start to start, but also year to year. Guys typically perform better in contract years. We'll see what happens with Duffy, but I would have never pegged Duffy to be your most interesting, your most exciting, your best starting pitcher at this point in the year, and that's what he's been. Your most composed starting pitcher at this point in the year, and that's what he's been. Duffy's been awesome. I just cannot get over praising him enough because of how much I kill him the rest of the, rest of the time. He deserves his props right now. Now, all that... Previous times I've killed him, that's been fair. That's been absolutely fair by me. But I also need to be fair to him and, and give him the props here, which I am doing right now. Duffy was awesome. Now, I, I do worry we might over have, we might have overrated, and I'll take my I'll raise my hand. I'll raise my hand right now. We might have overrated this bullpen. I'm getting nervous about the bullpen. Now, I've been so optimistic about the bullpen. I, I've been saying things like, hey, you know what? You give him a lead in the sixth inning, boom, bada, bang, it's a win. Remember that the Texas game that you lost. I said, "Hey, if Jordan Lyles, if Jordan Lyles gave that gave that game to the Royals staff and turned it over to the Royals bullpen, it'd be a 100% win." Yeah, looking a little bit shaky right now. I mean, Davis gets knocked around a bit. Greg Holland had the bases juiced before getting bailed out on a play that bounces off Salvi, bounces off uh, Wash's groin, and all of a sudden is thrown out at third. Like that's a fluke play that really could have lost the Royals the game if the play's not made at third and you have to face off with Walsh, who's been a really good hitter this year for the Angels, batting 324. Like, this game could have easily been a loss on a must-win game. And once again, your most reliable pitcher is Jake Brents out of the bullpen. I'll raise my hand on possibly over-inflating this bullpen if they can't figure things out. I'll also, though, take credit for the Jake Brents prediction. I said that Jake Brents would be the Steal Your Heart Award winner in the preseason, I feel very good about that right now. He's been incredible. Uh, but you got great performances from Duffy, great ones from Brents, and then you got bailed out in the end by Salvador Perez, who was 
again, awesome at the plate as well. Goes two for four. Look, the games don't have to look pretty. They don't have to look smooth. They just need to be wins. And this was a three to two win. And you're a game above 500 again. So you're still above 500. You're still staying around 500, which is all that we've ever asked this team. Got a crucial win against LA, who's going to be competing with you for that wild card spot this year. Still some holes to figure out. Got to figure out that bullpen short back up to where it used to be. This lineup was still not impressive. Five total hits today, but they do cash in with runs. Compared to the Angels' 12 hits, they only get two runs. Still a ton to figure out. You know, Santana goes 0 for 3, but he does get the two RBIs. But Attendi goes 1 for 3, Witt goes 2 for 4, Perez goes 2 for 4, and then you're stuck with nothing. Your top three hitters got all five hits. From there on, you're stuck with nothing. Nothing. Past your top three hitters, you got a singular walk from Jorge Soler. So you had four players get on base today. Four. In a game that you won. Lucky to win it. Lucky to win it. But you did. And again, does not have to look pretty at all. Still, though, some things to figure out. This is a lineup that features Hunter Dozier technically, but Dozier is still looking for that first hit of the year, and he looks absolutely perplexed at the plate. He looks terrible. He looks god-awful. He looks like a guy who's hurt. He strikes out two times. He needs to go to the I.L. I don't know when they're going to officially do it, but he has to go to the I.L. He looks completely and absolutely lost at the plate, which only means to me that his thumbs bother him that much to where just get him out of here and put Alberto in that spot and just let it ride and let Dozier completely heal because he's been terrible. But it's not just Dozier. You're missing Mondesi too, and you're not getting production from anyone on this team. The only consistent production you're getting is from Witt and Salvi, and this is looking closer to the disaster point of the lineup. Remember in the preseason, we talked about how this lineup has a lot of guys who can bounce back and make you look great. And a lot of guys who can bounce down and not bounce back and make you look awful. And so far, it's trending that way. But to review, this is a team that's gotten god-awful starting pitching, that's gotten shaky at best bullpen arms, and that's gotten a disastrous lineup. And yet, you're a game above 500. When that stuff starts to turn around a bit, it'll be interesting. Because you've weathered the storm. Now, now the question is, how long does the storm go on for? You cannot continue to weather this for a month or two, but if the storm lasts another week and you're still battling and you're still a game behind, a game above, or right at 500, it's going to be watch out time in Kansas City. So, but, but with all that being said, all that negative stuff being said, you're a game above 500. You've won games. It'll be fascinating to see how this turns out. Because you can look at this still, glass half full, glass half empty. The Royals have not done enough to separate you from your preseason prediction. I'll tell you why coming up. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL in full swing. Betonline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Betonline has you covered for all the news, the scores, the odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device. To sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus for your first deposit. But online, your online sportbook experts. But online, your online sportbook experts. But online, DG, promo code locked on. 
50% welcome bonus. Once again, betonline.ag, promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus. And guess what you can do with that? You can bet on every single Royals game with me at betonline.ag. So go to betonline.ag, bet on the Royals game. Whenever you do, put in promo code locked on and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportbook experts. Go check out the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast anywhere you get your podcasts from, including the Odyssey app, for all of your waiver wire pickups and your great fantasy baseball analysis. Listen, this team in Kansas City has not done anything to separate themselves from your preseason pick. If you thought this team was going to be really good preseason, continue to think that. If you thought they were going to be bad, continue to think that. If you thought they were going to be in the middle, continue to think that. Because we knew that the rotation would have bad spells. You're just so happening to get your bad spells early on. We knew that this lineup would be finicky and fluky and up and down. You're in a down spot right now. Now, the, the cause for concern is the bullpen, because I thought that, that was going to be a surefire uh, good asset of your team. And it's been shaky. And that's the only thing to me that has changed or, or has worried me. I'm not worried about the lineup. It was up and down all the time. You knew you had too many bounce back guys that they were not all going to hit at the exact same time at, at every point of the season. They'd all go through streaks. The streaks will come for the rest of the guys. Witt is on a streak where he's an elite hitter and he'll continue to be such. Witt is the guy who we said preseason was the elite hitter and was the consistency and, and was the staple. He's been that. Sally's on a hot streak. The rest of the guys are on a cold streak. They'll catch up eventually, you hope. Bullpen. We thought it was going to be incredible. Not been incredible this year. Has not been. I'm concerned about that. With rotation, we knew it would be bad. We knew it would be up and down. We knew it would have a ton of bad spells because of what the, the rotation is made up of, and it's had those bad spells. It'll have the good spells too, though. So whatever you thought a month ago, after the stretch of games here, should still be your thought right now about what the future of this team holds. Nothing good or bad should have changed. And we'll see what they can do today against the Angels. So be good and be good to another. We'll be back tomorrow to recap it all. Hey, 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 hey. Join us, this is the place you want to be.